Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Club Junkie Podcast. Another Thursday for you. Uh, burning through the weeks. Getting into spring. Super excited. Uh, got big thing to talk about today, or excited thing to talk about today. A couple things, actually, to talk about, which will be interesting. But uh, one of them is uh, something I've been waiting to talk to uh, or tell you guys about for a while now. And it's just finally embargoes here. But uh, before we get into it, just want to let you know this episode brought to you by Titleist and uh, Voki Design SM9 wedges are a product of superior handcrafted technology. Each one an instrument of creative control, created from the most advanced materials, engineered to deliver ideal flight and spin, with grinds designed to release your best wedge plate possible. There are many ways to make a wedge, but only one way to make a Voki. Titleist Voki Design SM9 wedges, superior handcrafted technology. Find yours, Voki.com. So go check it out. A lot of SM9 stuff. I've been uh, I've been messing with uh, SM9s. I might uh, might have to see about getting a set uh, as well because they're nice. They're super soft. I love the feel of them compared to my SM8s. The design's great. Everything about them really really good. But uh, today I finally get to talk about uh, stuff I've been hinting at for a while now. But finally get to talk about PXG Gen Five. Woods and irons. <clears throat> so, as much as you know, I went out to Scottsdale. Uh, wow, what is it like? Three weeks ago now, something like that. Two, three, three weeks ago, four weeks. I don't know, something like that. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, right about that. And got to go out there uh, uh, to the wonderful Scottsdale National Golf Club and check out all the new stuff. So, I got to hit it on the range. Got to play around to golf with it. Uh, talk to all the engineers, all the people from PXG, and uh, got fit into a set. It was uh, it was pretty cool, and um, I I don't remember now if I talked a whole lot about Scottsdale National or not or what, but um, it is a very very amazing place, and uh, if I ever had the means, I would definitely be go walking up and uh, and, and begging Bob uh, Parsons there for a for a membership because it is extremely nice, uh, probably the best food I've ever eaten. Very cool people. Nobody playing the course uh, or courses, and it's just it's just amazing. So it was uh, it was a ton of fun. It was just amazing to see the place. I mean, it's absolutely perfect. Um, you know, great short game area, great range. Uh, the course that we played was pretty fun. I mean, it was uh, you know, like I said, they had two, and uh, you know, like I said, overall just a, a really good time. And we had. Uh, um, you know, a bunch of media there. A lot of the same, uh, a lot of the same media people we uh, we always hang out with uh, were there. But some new ones, some some people from IG, some kind of influencer type people as well. So a wide range of uh, people there hanging out. But it was uh, it was a really good time, and it was the first time I've ever been to PXG for their event. A lot of the people there had been there previously, so they kind of knew what to expect. I was. You know, one of the newbies there and, and didn't know and just kind of walked into it, uh, you know, kind of open-minded, wide-eyed, and very impressed with uh, with everything going on there. But it was uh, it was really fun. It was really cool. And it's, and it's really exciting to see. I mean, you know, I, I know that, you know, everybody kind of looks at the commercials and, you know, the, you know, the kabooms and all the stuff there. And, you know, people either make jokes or whatever. But I can tell you this, that... Uh, the engineers, the people who are, are creating these clubs and all that, there is there is no joking there. They are they're doing everything they can to make the best clubs possible. And uh, you know, to sit there and uh, if you go on golfwrx.com and look at the front page, you'll see some uh, some of the launch pieces for the woods, the irons, all that. And uh, there's a couple videos in there that I did with uh, with Brad Schweigert, who's uh, one of the head engineers there, and just talking about the irons and the clubs. And if you don't see the passion that comes through his tone of voice and uh his interview and me talking to him i mean it's uh it's pretty amazing to to talk to these guys and and just see that they they go into this you know just trying to make the absolute best products they can and um you know they're they're empowered by uh by old bob parsons to uh to kind of do things a little differently do things the way they want and um it, it, it's pretty cool so like i said and again i can't remember i don't know why i can't remember now but uh, i don't remember how much of uh the whole story i told you but um, went and played, and I think I did. I think I played with uh, Brian Baumgartner, uh, you know, Kevin from The Office. Got to play with him. Got to play basically 27 holes with him. Played the Bad Little Nine. So Scottsdale National has two courses and then a, a little nine course, and the Bad Little Nine is just 
absolutely brutal. <laughs> it's just uh, one of the hardest little nine hole courses I've ever played. The, the undulation, the, some of the 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 bunkering, and, and some of the greens are just absolutely tiny. And it was uh, it was a good time. We played a little scramble at night. Um, you know, the Scottsdale National. It's so it's so crazy. They have separate carts for night golf on the bad little nine. So these golf carts, which which kind of look similar, they're all painted this like metallic orange. But then you look, and, and these carts have, like, full LED light, light bars on them and all this stuff, so you can, like, light up the green and putt and, and all that. And it's, uh, you know, light up the tee boxes. And it's just a really cool thing. And, you know, we rolled up, and they had a guy there, like, hey, you know, had, had you know, bags of drinks out there if you wanted something to go play. And it was, uh, went out there with uh, our foursome. And like I said, we had Brian Baumgartner there, and we went out and played. And uh, I think we ended up being like one under and that was with like a double bogey on the ninth hole and the ninth hole is is unbelievable in this bad little nine i i i mean the the green is the size of like the hood of your car i hit a shot that hit was i mean it like basically almost never left the flag landed three feet short spun off the green into the bunker and then we we got it out i mean it's it's a pretty it's probably four and a half five feet up from the bunker onto the green Every one of us got it basically out of the bunker, but it hit the green and just had like no spin or whatever, and it would just roll off the other side of the green. So we had to like chip it back on, and we ended up making uh, I think double there, and we still ended up I think minus one. But it was fun. It was a good time. It was it was it was cool there. And uh, like I said, Baumgartner is just an awesome golf dude. Him and I chat there at lunch, eating uh, eating quesadillas, talking about golf grips for like thirty minutes at the bar. Um, neither of us were even drinking. We're just eating lunch and. <laughs> Just talking golf grips for like 30 minutes about just, you know, stuff that he likes and, you know, stuff that I've had experience with and what he was looking for and all that. And it was, uh, it was pretty exciting, but yeah, PXG kind of pulled out all the stops for the gen five stuff. It was, um, you know, it, it was kind of a whole event. You showed up at, uh, at Scottsdale national and, uh, you showed up Monday. I showed up Monday morning really early. I think I let my flight left Detroit at like, my flight left Detroit at seven. Uh, so I got in there like 10 30. So by the time I got like, or I got in there at like 8.30 because the time change or something. And then, you know, drove out. It's like a 45-minute drive to the actual course and got there, checked in, and it was just like I was at the resort. I mean, it was just it was, it was was just really cool. Then you're there, and it, it's just wild how nice the accommodations and everything are. I mean, it was just just amazing. So, uh, but anyway, went there, hung out. The course was uh, was, was really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very you know, green to, to, to desert golf. I don't play a lot of it. I've probably played maybe three or four courses in my life in terms of desert golf, that style where it's basically fairway. If you want to call it rough, I mean, it's nearly basically not rough. It's cut pretty short and then it's just desert. So if you hit anything beyond that, but I mean, the fairways with the rough are usually pretty generous. Um, you know, it usually takes a, a pretty poor shot to get it into the, into the, the desert, which, which I was able to do. I was able to knock a few out there, but, uh, it was, uh, the course is super nice. I mean, everything about it was great. So it was, uh, it was fun. And like I said, some of the best food, uh, I ever had, I got to sit next to Bob, uh, Mr. Bob Parsons at dinner and, uh, and talk about golf, talk about cars, talk about, you know, it was just, it was one of those things just, you know, talking about trucks and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was, uh, it was a pretty fun experience. And then, um, you know, just uh, an overall really good time, and they, they, they treated everybody great. So really appreciate uh, really appreciate that, and thank everybody from PXG for everything they did there because it was a it was a very good uh, couple days. And then flew home and and uh, had an early flight out, and I was uh, I was tired and I was ready to get home. So, um, but anyway, so got in Gen Five stuff. Gen Five, uh, basically the big thing in uh, in woods is basically talking about uh, about stability. I mean, that was the big, uh, kind of the big focus uh, in the Woods presentation was getting Woods that, of course, had, you know, better ball speed, better, uh, you know, better distance, you know, spin control, all that. Uh, but the other side of it, too, was basically getting to being extremely stable, extremely forgiving, and easy to hit as well. So a whole lot of that, which I know has been kind of the big theme across, I think, all 2020 20, or 2022 drivers, it's pretty much been stability and, and getting, you know, mishits and, th- and, you know, keeping the ball in play when you don't put a great swing on it. And PXG's in the same boat. That, that's what they're doing. They're basically trying to, again, create clubs that are, are really playable yet, you know, really long, 
and you know really fast so uh the gen 5 uh, we've got two drivers i only have the one in hand right here because i went through a full you know a, basically a full bag fitting for the most part um even if it wasn't just like a full full-blown fitting i mean it was at least uh you know when we did putters went up on one of the putting greens they had you know the the, the big kit that they rolled out that they could slap different hustles different heads lengths all that together uh you know shaft or uh, grips uh, basically the whole putter was like modular and they could like slap it together however he needed it um so that wasn't like i mean we weren't using quintech or anything like that but we were basically rolling putts and i was working with a guy from pxg and we were kind of rolling putts and looking at things differently uh trying different things and uh basically uh ended up uh, with a putter and then same thing with wedges we you know me and uh, uh my my the guy kind of doing the fitting was actually a guy from michigan which was pretty funny uh, i seem to run into michigan people literally everywhere and uh and, and the putters and, and wedges aren't new you know those are you know sugar daddy twos uh and uh, the pxg i think i had a bad attack putter but those two aren't new for gen 5 it's just basically woods fairways or drivers fairways hybrids and irons uh and then the sugar daddy two wedges again my my kind of you know fitter we were just there kind of hitting different shots and he was watching you know for turf interaction divots things like that and uh you know settled on some sugar daddy two wedges which i'll talk about a little kind of at the end as well because i know those aren't necessarily new but uh but hitting those and hitting different shots and their short game area is is massive so i mean we were hitting shots that were probably 30 40 yards and then moved into some bunker shots and and things like that so we kind of hit all sorts of different shots with uh uh, the wedges to kind of figure out, you know, go between the two different grinds and things like that. But anyway, Gen 5 drivers are 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 really good. I mean, I think the uh, the biggest thing with Gen 5 is I think every year, uh, and you got to excuse the little rattle if you're watching this or, you know, watching this on YouTube or you're hearing uh, this over the microphone, I've switched out the screw that's typically in this PXG head for the all-fit screw, and it definitely has a little more of a rattle to it. Uh, than the other, you know, than the, the actual OEM screw. But since I'm using all fit and able to switch shafts out, so I had to replace the screw, and it is definitely wobbly in there. But anyway, two different heads for the uh, PXG Gen 5s. 0311 is still the numerals that they're are sticking with. That's going to be kind of the name, I think, going forward for, for quite some time. They're just going to kind of stick with that. Um, I know there were some different wood numbers out there, but, I mean, I think they all kind of agreed that was just getting a little confusing trying to remember all these different, you know, four-digit numbers. So they're sticking with 0311. And then this, year's, so this year there's just the 0311, and then there's the 0311XF. Uh, and the XF is basically just uh, the extra forgiving head. So this is the uh, XF because that's the one I actually got fit into. Uh, and on the top here, the, the the look of it is really nice. They've got uh, a little more, I'll call it traditional crown. Uh, the it's the the top is is all carbon fiber there, and it's kind of a little more of a silverish color, a uh, matte silver. And it's the you know an AV uh, carbon, so uh, aluminum vapor. Uh, technology which uh, you know wraps the the carbon fiber there and uh, in uh, an aluminum vapor that basically adds some stiffness and rigidity to it uh, they've got brand new uh, you know face technology for increased ball speeds the xf here comes in 9 10 and a half 12 degrees and if you notice on the hosel which you probably don't because you're probably not watching this on youtube this is a 12 degree head um and the 0311 the standard one uh comes in seven and a half nine and ten and a half degrees but of course as usual they have the adjustable uh adjustable hosel on them which you can go down one and a half degrees and go up one and a half degrees so really i could make this 13 and a half degrees if i really wanted to uh and you could make that seven and a half basically a six degree driver which is pretty wild to think about um, but they basically, you know, have two drivers and, and, and the X, uh, the, the XF is going to be the bigger profile, a little more stretched out from front to back, uh, a little longer heel to toe, just got like a little shallower face, uh, where the zero three one, one, a little deeper, a little more compact look for those, you know, kind of players who demand that. And, uh, you know, depending on, on what you want, uh, you know, they've got two different models and really they, they kind of said that uh, you know even though the xf is you know kind of stands for like extreme forgiveness um it, either one of them can be played by basically any range of, of handicaps for for the most part uh you know they'll say they'll see you know zero three one one players who you know are higher handicap but need a little lower spin a little more control 
and that is, I mean, the three one one will the zero three one one will launch a little bit fl- lower, and a spin a little less than the XF. So, uh, and the whole reason, uh, so I I did my fitting, and and basically I started out in the zero three one one. We were starting that in I think Ventus Blue, I believe it. Or no, Ventus, maybe it was Ventus Black. Um, I'm trying to remember. I hit like so many combos, uh, or not even so many combos, but just we, it was one of those fittings where. I had my fitter, Jessie, who was awesome. She was absolutely amazing, and she's a, a, a phenomenal player. And uh, she was just handing me stuff, and, and I was just hitting it. And I wasn't asking questions or, you know, I was answering the questions she had about, you know, feel and things like that. But in terms of ball flight and all those things, I just kind of let her hand me stuff. And that way I didn't really, you know, have any kind of bias towards what I was hitting or what I wasn't. Um, but uh, this one here... It uh, like I said, we went to driver. I started out with a zero three one one, even like because I think I said I I played a ten five. Uh, I think I even said like last year I was playing like a ten five sim two max, with a Ventus black, and I even said you know I I don't hit a super high ball. Da 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 da. Kind of you know broke down what I was doing, and uh, I think she handed me the zero three one one first with what could have been a Ventus black. Like I said, I'm trying to remember because we were swapping stuff out. So it's hard to keep track of everything you're hitting. But anyway, started out with a zero three one one. Uh, and even in the 10 and a half, um, you know, could kind of see my tendency shut the face, uh, at the top. I kind of missed it left. That was my big thing. So with the, uh, you know, the 10, five head in the zero three one one, it just kind of wasn't getting high enough in the air. And if we needed to move up in loft, which, you know, we, we, we did, it was just, unfortunately I, I was shutting the face then. And then, you know, I wasn't kind of hitting it as straight as, as I was hoping to. So we moved over to the, uh, the zero three one, one XF, uh, and hit this. And it was the, the ten five, uh, was, was definitely much better. Um, we hit that. And then, uh, I, w- I kind of jokingly even said, I was like, maybe I just need the 12 degree head. And she was like, you know what? Or I said, I think I said, like, maybe I just get the 12 degree head and, 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 you know, take it down a little bit to open the face up. And she was like, that's exactly what we're going to do. So she went over, grabbed, had to walk down the range of like the other tent to grab the, uh, the 12 degree head and, you know, brought it in and put it in the, uh, the down one flat position. So, um, PXG has all the markings on their adapter. And then if they have a PXG logo on one section of it, and the PXG is the, flat setting so you could really flatten out the driver and i don't remember exactly how many degrees it goes flat but it flattens it out and then there's a flat uh with one up and flat with one down so we set it uh flat with one down actually i think we moved it to one and a half down uh hit some balls and then i, I still was missing it just a little bit left moved it to flat one and was hitting it really really well so um i i moved into a, a tw- i've got a 12 degree head uh, and, and, and the shaft that I kind of moved into was Ventus blue, which again is so interesting because I think when I get into these fitting situations, I slow everything down. The tempo gets better. Cause I'm just trying not to like embarrass myself. I mean, uh, you know, like Chris nickel from my golf spy was standing right there talking to me cause he was finished with his fitting. So he was talking, watching, and you know, a couple other people were hanging out and you had this fitter and, you know, being in golf media, I think you, you, you think that all these people expect you to be this phenomenal player or whatever. And, I think I slow everything down and I, and I hit it really well in the range, especially. And I think that's why. So Ventus blue ended up working the best. Um, and I was sitting there going, okay, well now I'm in Ventus blue. Ventus blue is typically the one I play the least when it comes to, uh, to out on the course, <laughs> but you know, Hey, that, that, that's fine. So they built it up with a, uh, a Ventus blue. So I've got a zero three, one, one XF 12 degree head set flat. And one degree, uh, and one degree um, lower, so it's basically an eleven degree head flat, and uh, that's uh, that's what I was fit into. And uh, I, I tell you what, by the time we were done, I was definitely hitting the ball a lot better. Uh, I was definitely hitting a lot straighter, and I even had a, a couple misses to the right, which typically aren't something that I usually have. Uh, but the BXJ head looks good when it's set down; it looks super open. Um, when he <laughs> set down this driver, I, uh, I went to the range with it and a buddy of mine saw it and he goes, what's this? And I was like, well, it's this gen five, you know, and he set it down and he goes, holy smokes. And I was like, yeah, it's probably about four degrees open. He's like, at least, 
Um, so it sits super flat, super, super open. And you honestly don't see that much loft. I was kind of shocked. In the 12-degree head, I thought for sure you were going to see just an absolute ton of the face because it's 12 degrees. And you really don't. Like, it really is, even being so open, you just don't see that much face on it, which is which is pretty surprising to me. Because um, I was a little worried about that when she went to go grab the head that I was going to be just looking at nothing but face. Um, and, I, and I wasn't. It, it really actually, even the 12-degree head, uh, has a good shape. I think the, the, the you know, the... The ten and a half uh, in the zero three one one looks great. Like I said, it's a little more compact, not as stretched out from front to back. Has a real classic shape to it if you if you like that. But the, the XF to me, I, I like having a slightly bigger looking driver anyway. So for me, I like the uh, the XF, the look of it, just because it's a little bigger. I feel like I can kind of hit it anywhere in the face. And then uh, on the sole of it, we've got three movable weights as well. So we've got uh, two lightweights and a heavyweight. I think that's what it is: two lightweights and a heavyweight. Um, no, I'm sorry, two heavies and a light. And uh, it's interesting. So you can move, uh, like Brad Schweiger, the head engineer, was talking how you can, you know, they built so much MOI into this driver now to make it super forgiving. And he actually said, if you're somebody who really needs to lower some spin, you could take the two heavy weights and move them up front. So there's two up front, you know, kind of one in the heel, one in the toe, and then one all the way back. And if you really need to, like, kind of lower a little bit of spin, um, you know, and maybe flatten the launch at a touch, you can move the heavy weights up front and it changes the MOI like very little in the head. Um, it still stays extremely stable, uh, which was really interesting because, you know, typically when you move all that weight forward, things get kind of out of whack, but I, the way he said the way they designed it and there's so much weight around the perimeter uh, that it actually, you know, changes the MOI very little. It's still extremely forgiving, even in kind of in that lower launch, lower spin setting uh, by moving the weights forward, <clears throat> which is kind of cool. Um, but like I said, from a dress, overall, the look is really good. Uh, the crown down here in my you know, my basement kind of studio, it doesn't quite have, like, the texture and the pop that the silver kind of did out in the out in the sun. Uh, when you're out in the sun, you're definitely going to see the weave. You're going to see that that uh, that uh, that silver in it. But it, it, it's really, you know, it, it's not bad. Like, it's not distracting in any way. It's just you notice it more than down here where it's dark and there's no light shining off it. Uh, but overall, the look is really good. Um, you know, PXG heads, I, I like the adjustability. I love the fact that you can kind of toss it into a flat setting uh, for people like myself who shut the face and, you know, and hook it. But, uh, you know, overall, love the look. The appearance looks really good. Like I said, got it in uh, with a project with a Ventus, 6X, a Ventus Blue 6X and uh, went out to the and you know, hit some great balls with it. Um, I, I unfortunately didn't ask for any numbers uh, when I was hitting it. But this one I was definitely hitting uh, downrange better than any other combination. Uh, and we were hitting into the wind, unfortunately. So you were even just, you know, distance wise, not hitting anything crazy, crazy long in terms of what the launch monitor showed, but, uh, or what Trackman showed, but it was, uh, it was nice. So I had that built and, uh, I'll tell you what the sound and feel, uh, the sound is definitely still a little loud. I know they, they made a big, uh, a push about how they've kind of changed the acoustics and kind of modified those to, to have it sound and feel better. Uh, the feel on it is really good. It's, it's really responsive. It's easy to tell, you know, did you hit it off the toe? Did you hit it off the heel? Um, you know, that portion of it, super responsive. It is a little loud, and I think there's some of that, uh, you know, ping influence design in there. Uh, but it definitely has a little louder sound. Now, it's it's not G425 loud. Uh, it's definitely not that loud, but it definitely is louder than like a Sim or a Rogue ST or a Cobra uh, LTDX. Like those, it, it definitely is, you know, the loudest out of that bunch. Um but overall, it's not that bad. And I think if you were to toss like a tiny little hot melt right near the face, it would sound really, really good, uh, which I, I may do. We'll see. Uh, so took that thing out to the course. And to be honest, the biggest thing you notice is it, it is pretty forgiving. Uh, the first two holes uh, flat out almost topped the ball. Um, the two, <laughs> I mean, I think it was one of those things. I was playing with Baumgartner and two other guys and literally I think I was I was so nervous on the first hole or I don't know why I was nervous I think we were playing you know two-man best ball thing and I think the first two shots I I hit I, I like flat cold like I mean I don't know how I made it even on the face um just burners but once I got a little more comfortable and uh you know relaxed with the gent with the gents out there on the course uh it definitely is a very very easy to driver to hit um I definitely got away with some swings that were not good um, the ball just really wants to go straight with this thing. Uh, now I've got the heavy weights, one back, one in the toe, so I've got it kind of set up for as much fade as you really could uh, as you could set it up for. Um, and I really only had like one drive, which again is is me. 
took it back, shut the face of the top, came over the top, smothered it left, and the ball was absolutely gone. Like There was no even looking for it. Um, it was one of those just get another ball to the bag, re-tee it, and let's roll because <laughs> there was no, uh, no finding it. And if you were going to find it, it was probably uh, – hanging out in a rattlesnake cave or something like that. So I was definitely not uh, going to look for it. But I really only had one of those. Everything else I could hit, uh, you know, with a, with a good swing, I'd either hit like a nice little gentle draw or it would go straight. Like those were the two shots I had. Um, and, and I hit some shots uh, again that kind of got high toe. Uh, that's where I kind of miss it a lot lately just because I get a little steep when I come over the top and down on it. Um, but even those shots where I was getting a little steep, uh, spin wise, it seemed to stay definitely under control. Nothing ballooned. I wasn't hitting anything straight in the air. Everything was a pretty boring trajectory. It was really, uh, like I said, easy to hit and everything that I hit stayed online. I mean, I, I hit, um, I wouldn't say I hit every fairway cause I definitely didn't. Um, but I was in play so like, much more than I thought I would be. I mean, with desert golf, I'm always super nervous that I'm going to, you know, snipe it so far left that I'm just never going to find the ball. And like I said, I had one of those, uh, it, you know, not a huge deal. <laughs> it, it happens. Uh, but for the most part, the rest of the day, I was just hitting the ball really well, uh, or at least decently well. Like I wouldn't even say I was just striping it, but I was hitting decent shots and they were all basically staying in play. Uh, even one where my partner hit one OB, uh, Baumgartner's talking smack to me because, you know, it's, I, I'm up now and I've got to hit the fairway. And I just bombed one down there that caught one of the slopes and it rolled down to this low area. Um, I mean, I, I don't even know how far it was, but it was crazy long uh, because I caught the, the kind of the speed slot in the fairway um, and it just ran forever. So like stuff like that, um, I, I hit the driver really well. I mean, you know, when the ball hits the face, it, it does feel like it compresses and kind of jumps off the face. They had some graphs uh, for some robot testing between like, you know, the Gen 5 stuff. Uh, and, and the Gen 4 stuff, and, you know, in terms of ball speed and things like that, I mean, there wasn't monster differences in the graphs between them. I mean, when you look at, like, say, uh, you know, the Gen 4 uh, 0811XF and the Gen 5 XF, um, it's like, you know, uh, less than one mile per hour ball speed in- increase. Um, but overall, I thought the the driver was pretty darn long. I mean, I've hit a handful of uh, of, of PXG Woods in the day, and I remember the original uh, drivers were okay, uh, I guess, and then they've each gotten better kind of as everything's gone along, and these ones here, I think, are definitely the best that PXG has made. I think they're extremely stable when you hit it off the toe, hit it off the heel, whatever. They definitely stay online. There's a ton of stability there. Uh, In terms of distance, I think they're going to hold up with just about anything. I mean, I think the ball speed and things like that are really, really good. Um, you know, and the biggest improvement, like everybody else, is just improving that ball speed on the on the miss hits. They're they're getting so much better in that. Um, but this thing here is not. Except the the one big thing that I'm kind of shocked with is it's not a crazy high launching, crazy high spinning driver. I mean, it just really isn't. Um, I, I guess they you know with the movable weights, there are ways that they can make this head like really lightweight, paired up with a super lightweight shaft, and make it you know much easier for uh, for people with you know the slower club head swing, swing club head speeds to swing. But uh, overall, I mean, I, I thought it was a pretty pretty flat launching driver. I mean, I would call it maybe mid high. Um, you know, it definitely was. You know, it, it it probably was just on par with with my Stealth Plus Ten Five, uh, and this thing in the twelve turned down. I thought they were pretty close in terms of flights. Now I, I could get one or two that would get pretty high in this thing if you caught it high in the face and it really uh, got up in the air. Sure, it would it would go pretty high, but realistically, I was pretty impressed with how how flat this thing launched for being such a high lofted head. And the zero three one one, the standard one. I mean, I'd call that thing mid to mid low uh, all day. I mean, it's it's a it's a mid launcher, low spin. Uh, it just hits flat shots all day. Like it just doesn't spin much. Um, I think high 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 spin or high spin players who are looking for something to kind of take some of that away. I think we'll really like the the zero three one one. It's still pretty darn forgiving. I mean, it's not as forgiving as the XF. You can't hit it just. I mean, as all you know, when you miss it as far as I did out of the toe or whatever, you, you're gonna see a little more offline with it. But for the most part, it is it, it's it's really solid. Like I said, the only knock I would give to it, I, I really you know the sound is a little loud. It's a little you know, it, it's a little kind of. Uh, um, higher metallic sound than I kind of expected, especially when they were talking about how they've uh, um, kind of uh, modified the acoustics in it. But the uh, the playability of it is really good. I'm, I'm definitely going to play it some more. It's definitely uh, going to get some play behind, uh, 
or with the rest of the drivers kind of in the arsenal here. But uh, it, it really is good. Like I said, it, it's definitely long. I had definitely hit some some long shots with it. Uh, it was it was a little windy out there, so I mean, hitting into the wind on some of the holes, it was harder to tell. You know, true true distance, but um, you know, stability wise, the XF is really good. The three one one is really good. The three one one XF is is uh, is really really solid. And uh, you know, if you're looking at kind of the new Gen five stuff, wondering how the drivers are and all that, um, you know, definitely uh, you know the probably the best they made and, and probably the two of the lower spinning uh that they've made uh in, in, you know in a while by by a couple hundred rpm i think uh the gen 4 xf i think they said uh you know on average this was about three about 300 rpm uh less than uh, than the gen 4 xf uh and then the 311 to this is about they're, they're pretty similar they're about 100 rpm difference between the two so uh, you know, if you're somebody again looking for lower spin, that uh, that Gen Five Zero Three One One will be uh, around a hundred, you know, hundred RPM, two hundred RPM uh, less than than this one. So both pretty darn low spinning. Three One One, the standard Three One One will definitely launch a, a little flatter. This thing here though uh, works really well. And like I said, shockingly, how good it looks at a dress for somebody who hits it left when you can look down and it looks like three degrees open. <laughs> Just uh, it has a, a pretty inspired look to it. Um, that's that's pretty pretty amazing and, and it does look flat i mean i don't know i remember how flat it goes but it uh, definitely has a, a flatter look so uh the gen 5 driver i really like i think it's the best you know the best pxg driver uh that i've hit and i have not hit them all but the best one that i've hit uh to this date and i hit one i think i own two two or three up there i have uh, gen two or three up in my my rafters up there i don't remember which one um so I've hit uh, hit a handful of them, and like I said, this one is uh, my favorite so far. And uh, you know that stability portion, they've they've carried that over to um, to the fairway woods as well. I mean, the fairway woods, uh, the big thing about those, same thing. You've got three big movable weights, uh, which here is uh, my seven wood, but uh, three movable weights, just like the driver, all, all pushed really far to the outside of the head. So you know, a, extreme MOI, extremely forgiving. Uh, and when you move them around, same thing. You don't alter that MOI a whole ton. Uh, faces on these uh, are, are definitely a little deeper than than some fairway woods out there. I mean, this is definitely going to be something that, uh, you know, they're not super, super shallow. They've got some depth to them. If you're somebody who likes to hit a lot of fairways off the tee, I uh, think that you'll definitely uh, enjoy that little extra space. Um, and then uh, with these here, again, same thing. There's two different models. You're going to have the, the 311 and the 311 XF. And then uh, on these, the other kind of interesting thing that they, they ta- talked about was this kind of squared face shape. So the face itself kind of, kind of has these, it almost looks square uh, at a dress. It's hard to kind of show on video or, or, or talk about over a podcast, but, um, you know, the, the squared face and, and basically increases the area of the face and allows them to basically, uh, you know, move more weight to the perimeter. Uh, and it kind of boosts some of the forgiveness, the MOI uh, on the head. Just like the driver, it's got that uh, that AV uh, crown, that AV carbon crown. So again, kind of a cool look. It's a little more silverish in bright sunlight than it is here on my uh, on my screen, or you know, talking about a podcast. It definitely doesn't have the same shine as it does when it gets out into the actual sun. Um, but overall, same thing. Zero three one ones, a little more compact uh, head shape, a little smaller uh, overall, and the CG is a little lower for uh, you know for high launch and spin and then the xf uh you know longer heel to toe increased forgiveness really stable and we were sitting there so i hit uh you know again one of these things we're just struggling to hit the ball uh up getting the ball up in the air and it's it's always been something i don't hit super high so we were going through messing with three woods messing with whatever we figured out going to a five wood turned again all the way down all the way flat uh, was a really good option, and I literally was losing very little distance, if at any, uh, compared to hitting the actual three wood. And the nice thing is that five wood, you know, turned down and flat. I was able to launch it super easy off the deck. I was able to launch it off the uh, off the tee. Um, everything about that I hit really well. And with that one, I I was uh, I got fit into the Mitsubishi Diamante D Plus seventy uh, for that and the seven wood. So both those we put the same shafts in. So we sat in there and we pulled out high, uh, the hybrids as well, but uh, the fairway woods we were uh, hitting those, and it, and it was it was one of those things where the three one ones definitely a little more compact. The look of them was really good, uh, but the three one one XF was just 
it's just so easy to hit. Like, I mean, it really was. It was just kind of like point and shoot, just whether you're hitting it off the tee, hitting it off the turf, it was just super easy to hit. They definitely get the ball up in the air really easily. Um, and then they have, uh, the XFs have this kind of like mini rail design uh, on the sole as well to kind of help that turf interaction uh, get through the turf and, you know, kind of, you know, whether it's rough, whether it's fairway, kind of get through the turf, give a little bit of inter- better interaction that way. Um, but the, uh, the, the, the 311 doesn't really have the rail sole. It's a little more of a rounded sole. Um, and then that way it just, you know, keeps some of the mass down, um, to help with forgiveness. And then this one, you know, with the rails, uh, you know, better interaction with the turf. But again, the XF, uh, I had just were better for me. I was, I was hitting, able to kind of launch the ball up in the air. Um, like I said, the five wood turned down easy to hit off the turf. Probably one of the easiest, uh, fairways I've hit off the turf in a long time, especially at that three wood distance. Um, I, I lost a little difference, a, a, a little, a little distance on the, the five wood turned down only because it, it was, the five wood in the XF, uh, the XF series is like a degree weaker just to kind of help get the ball in the air. So the five wood in that is like 19. The five wood in the, uh, the zero three one one is, is 18. So I, I might lose just a little bit of distance, uh, with that on course compared to like a traditional actual three wood. But if I'm ever hitting it into like an actual green, like on a par five or something like that, that five wood has actually a chance of stopping where the three wood is going to release for a long, long time and keep rolling. Um, but again, sound and feel on these really good, uh, very metallic, kind of that like hot steel ting that you usually get. Um, I think that's what kind of everybody looks for in their, their fairway woods. Uh, they've been using the same, uh, you know, I think it was, uh, the same steel, uh, that they used in the gen one irons, uh, on the faces of those they're using, uh, in these fairways. So, uh, the, the HT 1770, uh, face material. So a super hot stainless, uh, steel, but the XF is easy to launch, man. It goes high in the air and it is easy to get up, easy to hit straight. And it just, it, the, both of them are just super easy to hit. Um, the seven wood, I, I can't kind of, I kind of can't wait to get on the course because, uh, I, unfortunately with the course that we played, I didn't have that many opportunities to hit it. I only had like one or two. And when I hit it, I hit it well. One of them, uh, the wind was just blowing into us, and I kind of hit it knowing that, like, I'm not probably not going to get it there. The five wood was probably going to be too much. This probably wasn't going to be enough. And I did. I came up just a little short, but, I mean, the, the shot was, like, right at the flag the whole way. Um, but this thing here, super easy. The XF series, super easy to get in the air. Uh, like I said, good sound and feel. You can really, when you hit it dead center, you can really kind of feel that ball compress and come off the face like a lot of, you know, hot steel, uh, stainless steel faced fairways. Uh, you just have that, that feel of kind of like, you know, compressing the ball and letting it go. Um, the overall look is really good. I mean, the, a lot of times I've shied away from five and seven woods, especially because they always look shut. I mean, especially if they're not adjustable, they always look shut. Um, these ones here again, dead square to slightly open the five, the five is a uh, one down and flat looks dead square if not a little open the seven wood dead square uh and that was the thing i told i i I was hitting this compared to hybrid uh and i hit both hybrids uh which are are really good they're the the xf one is super easy to hit but i was just like hey i'm like i I don't hit it super high i hit the the hybrid and i hit it pretty decent but then i hit the seven wood and it was just like straight up in the air straight down a little bit longer and definitely more consistent. So I was like, all right, let's, let's try the old seven wood. So seven wood's going to go in the bag for right now. I think it's going to take the place of, uh, of my hybrid, uh, at the moment. And we're going to see how it goes. Uh, like I said, one round and you know, the range again, I can kill it. I was literally just hitting shots that you probably could have dropped in a baby pool out in the, out in the range, um, just straight in the air down. I mean, just, it was, it was stupid easy to hit. Um, and then on the course, like I said, I, I hit two good balls. Just one of them was dead into the wind. Uh, and the other one was just, uh, I, I hooked it a little bit left and put it into a bunker, uh, on the left side. So, uh, it was one of those that like really excited to kind of hit some greens with it, see how it reacts, but it goes straight up and comes straight down. I got to believe that it is going to land super soft and, uh, it'd be really easy to control. Uh, but off the tee, I mean, the XF is really good. Um, the five does get up a little higher than, especially than I'm used to. Uh, I think it's still going a long ways. Um, but it definitely gets up quick just because one, I'm hitting a five wood off the tee, uh, and I've typically been hitting three woods, uh, even though it's turned down, it's still what, 18 degrees, uh, for that. So it's still a, a fairly high loft. So it definitely gets up in the air. Um, 
So that one I'm gonna I definitely have to get used to, and also, you know, get it on the course and see, you know, distance wise when I'm out there actually playing and, and hitting shots to see, you know, if I'm I'm getting it where I want to get it. Um, but the seven wood was was super fun to hit, and I'm really excited to to get it on the course. I haven't played a seven wood since I was like a teenager, so we're about to see uh, see what happens here with this thing. But the fairway woods uh, I think are really solid. Now, if you're somebody who wants something that uh, um, is super shallow, easy to pick, you know, super easy to pick off the turf or on really tight lies. You know, these are a little deeper. They, they may kind of, uh, intimidate you a little bit in that category. Um, but I had no problem hitting this seven wood. I mean, I never put it anywhere near a tee. I just basically plopped it on the balls on the ground and just hit them and, and, you know, hit shots dead in the air, straight up in the air, came straight down. So, I, the deep face is something I typically used to get intimidated about, at least with the seven wood, this five wood. No problems there. Um, you know, in, in terms of the five wood, it's it's pretty darn long. It's pretty good. I think, like I said, it's a little shorter than my my fifteen degree, but I think I'm going to have definitely more control with it. That one we'll see. Uh, you know how it stays in the bag because it'll be a battle with uh, you know with some other three woods this year that I've been uh, been <laughs> hitting and trying out. Uh, same thing with this. Uh, both seven wood and five wood. I believe both of them. Uh, I've got the uh, heavier weight in the. Uh, in the toe, so heavy weights in the toe, lighter weight in the heel, uh, you know, just trying to kind of produce as much uh, fade as possible. Um, the other interesting thing is, like I said, I'm, uh, I got fit into that D plus 70 uh, in the seven wood, and I hit it pretty well. I'm wondering what an 80 gram uh, shaft will kind of feel like in there, so I may I may try to get an 80 gram of something uh, to slap in there to, to see how it goes, but first I'm going to take it out and try it, but um, the seven wood is pretty exciting. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I'm definitely going to have it out there in uh, in the league, which starts up next week. Yes, we're going to tell you guys, league starts up next week. Talk about that at the end. Um, but the uh, the fairway is really good. The hybrids are really solid as well. I mean, they're 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 really versatile. Um, the the kind of the big thing with the hybrids that that uh, that I kind of noticed was just how good they they look. The XF is definitely bigger. Uh, they both have pretty deep faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but the XF you can get in basically 19, 22, 25, 28, 28, and 31. So 31 is a seven iron, uh, replacement in the hybrid. And I guess they just said in the XF, they've had uh, a lot of guys, even Bob, who's wanted to experiment with, uh, going that low in the hybrids. So they have that all of them again, same thing, have the adjustable hosels so you can make them flat. Um, the three, one, one definitely goes straight. And I think, uh, you set the thing in flat, put the heavy weights out in the toe. It's going to be crazy anti-left. Um, so the zero three one one, I think a lot of better players are going to really like that thing. Uh, that comes in basically a 17, 19, 22, 25. So you can even get a five in that. Uh, but I think those guys who are going to play the, the, the three and the four, the 19 and the 22 going to be super anti-left when you, when you put it in flat and put those heavy weights in the heat in the toe. Um, it's just going to be one of those things. It's going to be tough to turn over. And I think a lot of better players you're going to see that go in the bag. Now the XF is actually has pretty much the same setup as well. Uh, it's just a little bigger, uh, and it does it does get up in the air pretty easily. It just doesn't go as high as the seven would. So that was the big difference. I, I hit them both side by side, and the trajectory on, on good shots was just substantially higher with the seven seven wood, and they were pretty much going the same distance. So um, you know I would get a little more roll out of the XF hybrid, but the seven wood just you know, straight in the air, straight down. It was really easy to hit. So that's why I went with seven wood. So right now my setup is for my PXG bag driver, five wood turned down, seven wood turned. And we turned the seven wood down a little bit. I think we turned the seven wood down a degree as well. Cause it's a 22, I think it's turned down to 21, uh, and flat. So that is uh, set that way as well. Um, but I didn't really have a problem with it going left. And like I said, with, with it being turned down and flat, it, it looks pretty much dead square. Like it doesn't look shut and every other seven wood for the most part that I've, I've tried looks stupid shut. So this thing here, uh, definitely has, uh, uh my, caught my eye, especially for just from the look of it. So, uh, but the hybrid's really solid as well. Like I said, hit both of those. I think the three one ones, uh, for the anti-left guys are going to, going to really, really like that one, especially with a little stiffer shaft in it. Um, you know, they're definitely going to be, uh, Im- impressed with the way those things go. So, uh, those are the woods. Uh, that's what I'm got fit into there. And then we move into irons. So three different, uh, irons. There's the, uh, the XFs, uh, I'm sorry, the XP. Uh, so the extra playable, uh, we go into the extra playable. So there's be three different models, the XP, the, um, P and then the T. 
So the P is going to be the players. And I did a little bit of a combo set. So the four iron in my set is actually the P. Um, so I did the, the four iron and the P. And it is, you know, just like you saw online. I know Zach Johnson had the black version of these in the bag. You will be able to get the black. I have the chrome. They didn't have the black ones available to us uh, to even get because they were just getting these things in uh, into their basic their, their their warehouse, their office, their build shops. So the chrome with the black uh, tungsten weights in the heel and toe uh, were were all that was available to us, which which is fine. I mean, I think they look uh, look really good anyway. Uh, and some people don't like the black because it eventually will wear. Now there is like a, is like a diamond coat plating uh, that you know should hold up to a lot of uh, a lot of use. But it, uh, it still will wear eventually. So I did the 4 and the P, uh, and then the rest 5 through pitch in the T series. So the 0311P, it's still pretty compact. It's still pretty thin from a top-line perspective. Um, you know, sole-wise, it's a little bit wider. The biggest question everybody asked is, is are these black weights or there's silver on the black ones? Uh, are those weights removable? And they're actually not weights. They are just basically... Uh, a look of a weight uh, milled into the head. So the, the, the head actually, it looks like their weight's there. They're not. I'm um, talking to the guys there like Schweigert and, uh, uh, and one of the other engineers. They were sitting there telling us how they originally wanted these to be weights, like actual tungsten weights, and, and you know they would be interchangeable and all that. But they said the machine work to get them to fit flush and not vibrate or move or uh, affect any of the feel, the sound, anything like that was really a huge issue and they could just go to the longer tungsten screws, which is what it's in there now. And they just went to longer tungsten, tungsten screws and it solved the whole problem. So, uh, and it was much easier to do. Uh, and it didn't have any negative effects on, you know, like I said, with vibration, anything like that, but they said machining it with the fact where it would fit absolutely perfect and not, you know, have any issues. It just wasn't worth it when they could actually put, uh, put just a little more traditional uh, screws in there. So uh, five screws, two in the heel, three in the toe, uh, all tungsten shot in there. And they will, uh, 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 basically those I think are set uh, in terms of weight. I think there are some slightly heavier, slightly, slightly lighter, but for the most part, those are set. And then the big middle screw is the one that they actually dial in for, uh, for swing weight. So that carries over pretty much from Gen 4. But the P's uh, look really good. These things, uh, like before, uh, this is a five times forged uh, head. So what they did with this, before they used to have the frame, so the hosel into the head, and then the face was laser welded on, and they would CNC machine out the inside of the the frame so they could put in the, um, the what do you want to call it, the, the, kind of the rubber material, the polyurethane material, uh, so they could put it in there, and they would machine out everything well they found that yes they could do that but they could also now with the, the with the forging that they can do they could make the same intricate little grooves and uh slots and all that with just forging it five times instead of the traditional like three or two or whatever you know people would do so they forged the actual frame the the outside of the body five times uh, it's stamped five times with the the forging machine and then they laser with, you know, they, they fill it with foam, laser weld the face on, uh, however they put that thing together. Uh, but the face is crazy thin. It's got like behind it, like a little groove. That's a U that goes from basically the, the low toe up, uh, into the high part, you know, up to the top of the face and then back down in the heel. Uh, they call it a power channel. It helps kind of flex and, and remove some of the hot spot. Uh, yeah, it's called power channel, but they, it, it kind of removes some of the hot spots while keeping, uh, the face flexing. And I think they actually found it too, that the X core 2 material in here, uh, that they're using, which is brand new, which is lighter and it's more responsive and it has a little bit of rebound to it. If they didn't have that channel in there, the, the ball would come out actually a little lower. Um, and it would come out like lower with like less spin or something like that. So they, they modified that. So the ball came out just a little higher, had a little more spin on it and, uh, it, or, or lower spin, but it had a, an impact on spin uh, and launch. So they added that uh, little power channel to uh, to help with that on the inside. Now they say these are the best, uh, the you know the best feeling sounding irons that PXG has made. Um, I will say that uh, these uh, or the P's. Let's just say the P's in terms of performance, launch super easy to launch high. Um, I got fit into the 
Elevate 95s, uh, the True Temper Elevate 95s in these, which I was kind of shocked because I was, I mean, we knew we needed to get the ball in the air. I think I started with Modus 120, and I hit some okay shots with them, whatever. But uh, between the P's and the T's, I really like the look of the T's better, but I needed to, you know, to get the ball up in the air. So the Elevate 95 was the, the way to go. And then the 4-iron went with the P just because, you know, looked for something that hit a little higher, a little longer heel to toe, so it's a little more stable. Um, just overall, uh, a little more, uh, a little easier to hit package. So the four I went with this, and I do have to say, like each version, I would say of the PXG irons that, that that have come out, um, I feel like each one has had has gotten almost like a little softer. You know, you've had uh, the because I've hit I've hit Gen ones, I've hit Gen twos. I own a set of Gen, or I owned a set of Gen ones that I turned into like I think. Uh, what did I do? I, I turned those into single lengths. And I think my brother's playing them. Um, and then uh, I had a set of Gen 2 T's that I still have. They're in a drawer over here. These things not going to stand up. I was hoping to get this iron to stand up for my uh, my YouTube viewers, but it's not going to happen. Um, so I had a set of Gen 2 T's, and then I've hit the threes, and I, and I have a, a coworker who has the four. So I've hit them all, and they've all seemed to get in, like a little softer. <coughs> excuse me, a little softer. Um, and these here definitely have a little firmer feel to them. They've gone back a little firmer, but there's still no, like when you hit them solid, it is like a forged thud. Like it's, it's super soft, but it definitely is more, more responsive, especially if you use like a softer ball. Like if you're somebody who uses like a Chrome soft or something like that, I feel like the PXG has got almost to like the mushy point in terms of, you know, they, you you had like no feel. It was just the ball would just leave the face, and that was it. I feel like these new ones here, definitely more responsive. Uh, when you miss hit it, it doesn't. You know, the vi- there's the, the vibration doesn't like rattle through the head, but it does mute some of that. But you still know you missed it. And when you hit it flush, it's got that heavy thud to it when it goes. Um, so I think sound and feel on the P's and the T's are are both greatly improved. Um, and then the T's, which I went, like I said, five through pitching wedge, little shorter heel to toe, definitely less offset. Um, you're going to notice the offset in the P's a little more. Um, the XP, I actually, I hit, I think just in the four iron, um, but it definitely same thing. It's got a little offset to it, a little chunkier. The T's are pretty, I wouldn't call them intimidating, but they are definitely a little smaller iron. They're definitely not, uh, you know, not huge. But the amount of forgiveness they actually offer is pretty darn good. I mean, stuff that I was missing off the toe uh, was carrying much farther than I than I really wanted to, or than I, than I really thought it would. Um, and then when I was kind of getting fit for these, you know, Jesse was kind of like, well, you know, what are you looking to hit your seven iron? Because that's what we were hitting out there. We were hitting seven irons, and I was like, you know, seven irons like my I like to fly at one sixty. And we were, like I said, a little into the wind. And when the wind died down, I hit some good shots. I mean, it was like 160 into the wind there. So, I mean, I think uh, distance-wise, these tees are going to be pretty darn hot. Um, the tee basically, like I said, uses the same thing. Super thin face. This X-Core 2, uh, you know, uh, rubber or, or material inside. And then, uh, you know, like I said, same thing. Five times forged. got the same tungsten weights in the uh, the heel and the toe. But uh, really easy to hit. I mean, they really are kind of like, uh, you know, if you're that player like myself who's, I'm a bad nine, I go out, I don't practice much at all, but I just go out and play, these things are going to allow you to get away with some shots that you typically don't get away with. Um, And if you miss it a little off the toe, a little off the heel, whatever, it's going to still have some ball speed, still going to get the ball up in the air, and the sound and feel is really, really good. And when you set them down, they look like a player's club. They got, you know, very minimal offset, the top line's really thin, um... You know, they're overall probably, I mean, they're a little bigger than, say, like a T100 or something like that if you set them down next to those. But the look of them is actually really good. They're, you know, just slightly bigger than uh, than some of the other CB-type irons. But they pack a ton of tech into them. They're really stable. Uh, and I hit some really good shots with them. I really did. And then, you know, since I've been home, going to the range a little bit, um, hitting these again, it, it, they, they've been really good. I mean, they're a little, um, maybe just a little bit shorter than my, my P770s. Um, but those tend to not spin as much as, as these. These have a little more spin than the 770s. Um, and these also launch just to look a little bit higher. So, you know, distance-wise, yes, the 770s are probably just a little bit longer. But in, in terms of holding their own, these definitely do that. And in, in terms of forgiveness, 
you know, you probably get away with a little bit more uh, with the T's than the P770s, in my opinion. I mean, they just, I think stuff stays online just a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> the whole set looks really good. They transition well into the pitching wedge. Um, the pitching wedge has, uh, you know, a, a pretty good shape. It matches the rest of the irons. I know some sets, especially with kind of like, you know, that uh, that more player set, you can get into some of the lower irons, and they look a little big, a little rounded. Definitely don't have that. Uh, but these things here are, are, are pretty uh, pretty easy to launch. Like I said, I went to a higher launching shaft. Uh, I think, you know, with something standard, these these probably pretty are more of like a, a mid to mid-high launching uh, iron. I don't think they're crazy high. Um, they're definitely workable. You can hit pretty much uh, whatever shot if you want to work it right to left, anything like that. Hit it low, hit it high. You can definitely work with the T's. The P's are a little harder. I mean, they're going to get up in the air. There's no way around that. You're not going to be able to flight them down quite as much uh, as you are the T's. But also, longer heel to toe, you're going to get a little bit more stability with that, that P than you would the T's. Uh, but these things have, have, have done really well. I've, I've really enjoyed them um, so far hitting them. They, they tend to have, or they seem to have, uh, a, you know, a decent amount of bounce on the, on the autumn, so they should be fairly good in the soft conditions. I, again, was, you know, I mean, very impressed with Scottsdale National, but it's not as rock hard as you think it would be. You can take a divot, all that, and the turf interaction with these was was pretty darn solid. So, um, overall, really impressed with the tees. I think if you're that, uh, you know, almost single digit or close to it and, and want uh, something that's a little, you know, that you could hit, uh, you know, that looks great, but you can still hit, uh, um, you know, get away with hitting some poor shots with it, these tees are, uh, are pretty darn good. And, you know, like I said, with a little higher launching shaft like like I have, <clears throat> they're really easy to get up in the air. So I was, I was hitting those nice and high. The four iron, I was actually hitting really well. I took it out uh, on the range. I went two times since I've been home. Took it out and actually hit that four iron against, say, like the Mizuno Fly High and my uh, Tour Edge tie utility. Honestly, I, I hit this higher. Um, it, it, it launches a little higher. Um, I'm a little more consistent with it. So that may make it into the bag over the other two at the moment, at least. Um, we got to see, though. Like I said, we got to get on the course and, and try some things. Um, but the, the P&T, the Gen 5 iron is really good. Like I said, the, the, the feel on them, I think they are the best feeling. Um, excuse me, PXG irons that, uh, that have been out in a long time. Uh, they may be my favorite in terms of feel just cause they are a little firmer while still being soft, while still being solid. They have a little more responsiveness to them. They're not as mushy soft as, as they started to get with like the gen three, gen fours. So, um, personally, I think they feel really, really good. Um, I know people are going to say, ah, oh, they're so expensive, whatever. That's true. Um, you know, the amount of, you know, forging work, machining work, all the screws, all that stuff. I mean, I see where, you know, where that money goes a little bit. So I, I get it. But, uh, if you're somebody who's, who's looking at the PXG stuff, I mean, it is, you know, the irons are really, really good. So, uh, the only knock I'll give them honestly is, you know, the stock grip is that Z5 from Lampkin. It's a little soft. I don't love it, but if you're going to custom order these things, you're probably going to custom order them with your own grip anyway. Um, and the other thing too, is that the finish tends to beat up a little quicker than I thought it would. Um, you know, some of the scuffs, some of the bag chatter, that kind of stuff, I haven't had them that long, and uh, they are, you know, they, they show in a little more marking than than I than I would have thought. So uh, I'll I'll give them a knock uh, on that, but that's that's a pretty minimal uh, thing. But uh, overall, like I said, really like the uh, the irons. I think they play really well. Excited to get them on the course some more and and, and try them out. So um, how much time have I have I burned up here? I've gone a long way. I was gonna say I was gonna jump into uh, I'll jump into the wedges really quick, even though I know that uh, they're not new. But uh, got uh, the Sugar Daddy 2s, and uh, <clears throat> basically uh, the Sugar Daddy 2 is really interesting that they are all full-face grooved, so they all have grooves from heel all the way to toe, but the shape isn't, like, super high-toe-ish. Uh, you know, when you set it down, especially the 50, so even the 50-degree has full-face grooves, but when you set it down, you almost forget that they're there because it's got such a traditional wedge shape. Um, it was pretty interesting. I, I kind of like didn't realize they were full grooves until a couple shots in and, and realized what I was doing. But, um, the one club that I, that I'm, I'm kind of impressed with out of the whole sugar daddy set, uh, 58 BP grind, which is 13 degrees of bounce, which actually is more than that. Uh, if you talk to the guys at BXG, it's 13. I think it is definitely more than that. Um, but, uh, a wedge that just, it's a thin sole. Like it's not super wide. It's pretty thin. But it's got a good amount of bounce, little trailing edge relief. 
but I tell you what, this thing, you can just kind of, kind of like the D grind from titles, you can kind of smack it into the ground and it just kind of pops the ball up and out. And uh, the first couple shots, the guy, my, my hitter there took me to like over a bunker to kind of a tight area where there were two pins. It was kind of tight, but over a bunker. And it was like maybe 20 yards, uh, you know, from here to the center of the green, maybe a little more than that, maybe 30. And it was like the first shot. And he's like, all right, let's hit a few. And I was just like, oh boy, like this is going to be bad. I'm going to be chunking these things everywhere, all that. And I was really impressed with the turf interaction on this BP grind. Like I said, you can really kind of get down, get into it. It just kind of hits the turf, pops up, the ball pops out, and it gets you know up and out really quick. Um, you know, like I said, the, the 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 even for a steep guy like myself, it was really easy to kind of I wouldn't say even get away, but just hit your normal shots and and have the confidence you can kind of like I said slam it into the ground. It's not going to dig. Uh, and the feel of them is pretty good. They're, they're, they're not the softest wedge I've ever hit. They've got a little click to them. They've got a little firmness to them when you first, uh, out of impact. Um, and we were hitting pro V, I think pro V ones, pro V one X's. Uh, but it's got just a touch of a click to it, uh, at impact. The spin is pretty darn good, uh, for a, you know, 30 yard shot. You're not going to be putting an absolute ton of spin on it. Uh, but hitting it pretty crisp, getting it onto the green and getting it to just release a little bit. Um, having the grooves out there on the toe is pretty nice. I mean, even the 50 degree, which I hit a little more full shots with, getting over the top and coming down on it, I tend to hit it off the toe. And and when I did that with this thing, I mean, there was, there's grooves there, and and you tend to get a little more carry out of it. It tends to be a little more consistent on the green when it when it hits and stops, um, and it just overall just makes the wedge a little more consistent. And really, like the way these things are designed, like you don't even really realize that there's grooves out there. Like it doesn't bother you. Like I, I've 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 messed around with some of the Cleveland, the RTX ones, um, and they're they're a different shape. So you definitely notice, uh, you know, the difference there. These you really don't. Like they're pretty much a standard wedge. Uh, the leading edge is is pretty straight. It's only got just a little radius to it, even in the fifty eight. Uh, but you could open this thing up a little bit. Now the 13 degrees of bounce in the 58, and there is a little trailing edge relief, but if you open it up, the, the leading edge is going to rise a little bit off the ground. Not horribly, um, but it isn't something that if you're playing off like Texas hard pan and you want to hit the ultimate flop shot, this is probably not there. Um, the other wedge grind, I can't remember what it's called, uh, would probably be better for you. Uh, there's one that has a little lower bounce to it. Um, that would be probably a better option. But uh, I hit kind of both. The BP was definitely the one. I went BP in, in all three, 50, 54, 58. Uh, and we basically went to the 58 just because I just, with the 60, I mean, I just didn't, like, I, like, I mean, I hit the 60, I'm fine with it. But, I mean, opening the face, all that, just trying to manipulate it. You know, I, I don't practice enough. I'm just super, I'm just not consistent with it. So I went to the 58. And for the most part, I can pretty much hit the same, you know, high shots. Uh, like I said, back in Michigan, I should still be able to open it up and hit and, and get under the ball because the leading edge isn't going to rise up as much. Things a little more lush here. Uh, but overall, the the Sugar Daddy 2s are, are, are pretty darn good. Uh, Spin-wise, I would say they're probably comparable to my Vokey in, in terms of spin. Uh, they maybe don't spin quite as hard as, say, the, the Cleveland Zipcores, but they're pretty darn close. Uh, like I said, the feel, a little on the firmer side, but uh, but nothing bad. I mean, there's just a little bit of click to it at impact. Uh, on the full shots, you'll you'll lose a little of that. You'll get a little more of a thud, but there's still a little more audible click, a little firmer. Um, but like I said, the BP grind plays really well, and it's uh, like I said, it should be pretty good in in uh, in the softer conditions here. So uh, be excited to hit this some more around here because that uh, you know will tell how it really is. Because um, <clears throat> you know playing in Arizona is great, but I'm gonna be playing on a little softer, a little more lush conditions over here. But uh, that is PXG. That is Gen 5. Uh, the, the stuff's pretty good, man. Uh, the other cool thing, the head covers. So they've got a little camo, you know, big PXG logo. They've got a little camo at the top where they have, uh, you know, whether it's driver or 5-wood, 3-wood, whatever. Uh, but and then the other side on, the, on the, the, the back of it, I guess, there's this little, like, they call it the, uh, the, the, the quick stick cart ma- magnet. And it's a little, little button that looks, you know, it's rubber and it's gray. But it's actually a magnet, and you can actually stick it to the cart. Uh, and it was—I didn't even realize they had it until one of the guys in our group did it, and he stuck it up there. And it's so you don't lose head covers. You just stick it on the side of like the cart, like the support to the roof support. But it's got a little magnet, and all of them have it, uh, which is pretty cool. That you can just walk by, stick uh, your head cover on there, and not lose it. And I was like, that is just kind of a cool little perk of those uh, those head covers. So something kind of cool, but. Uh, 
Anyway, it's all I've got for PXG. Gen 5 stuff, really good. Had a great time. And uh, yes, as I mentioned, next week is first night of men's league. So uh, Thursday night league starting up. If the weather's good, we're playing. Um, nine holes, Sangler Shores, it's on. Uh, pretty excited. My brother's actually, uh, I have two younger brothers. My middle brother's going to be joining the league this year. Him and I playing. First uh, first uh, thing out, we're not playing each other, but we're just playing the same foursome. Uh, so it'll be a good time. But super excited. Uh, league starting up, and you guys know I like to come in and uh, brag about how poorly I play. So that'll be uh, exciting. But uh, yeah, league starting up, and um, yeah, going to be a blast. So hope you guys have a good week. If you have any questions, comments, anything like that, hit me up on Instagram at Club Junkie Pod. I did my uh, Q&A yesterday. I got an absolute ton of questions. I appreciate it. You guys were blowing me up. That's awesome. I got through as many as I could. Um, so if I didn't get yours, I apologize. There's just a ton in there and I just ran out of time. I had to kind of record this show. So anyway, hopefully you guys have a great day, have a great weekend and, uh, we'll see you next week.